You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's louder than high school holla. Own your airwaves, Hoster. Holla Chicago, and welcome to another Saturday edition of the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey from the great class of 88, welcoming all of you from across Chicago and other surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. We all have been experiencing this unpredictable weather throughout the week, 70s one day, snow one day, now it's drizzling rain and cold, so we're going to take a weather break. That's that's what we're going to call this a weather break, bro. I promise you next week we'll be back with live coverage of baseball, softball, and maybe even some soccer, a little bit of water polo, and even possibly some lacrosse too. And let's not forget that outdoor track season will be starting too, so trust and believe we are going to bring it all back to you next week live. It also goes down this weekend, so you won't be without any type of sports. Another Baylor Youth Basketball Organization event kicks off at the Edwards Hospital. Hospital Athletic Center that's 55 Phelps Avenue in Romeoville, Illinois. 150 teams in the building can even stream it live. I'm telling you, if you can't make it, you can watch it on BallersTV.com. D2, D3, NAIA, JUCO, prep schools, they'll all be in the building to see some of the best talent in the Midwest ball out at the Edwards Hospital Athletic Center in Romeoville, Illinois. want to thank Toy Baylor and Baylor Youth Basketball for that info. Now, on today's show, like I said, since we decided this is some unseasonable weather in the month of April, so we placed it to a vote, and on our social media networks, many of you voted for what segments you would like to see us rebroadcast, and you voted for City Talk. We picked out two City Talk segments that dealt with college recruiting, so during this week weather delay, we are going to rebroadcast two of our more popular City Talk segments. One featuring Coach Ken from Fresh Start Sports and Mentoring, and you might know him also from Bringing Up Ballers. And speaking of Baylor Youth Basketball events, we feature a discussion we had with Toy Baylor and some actual college recruiters from a Baylor basketball event last year as they shared with us the key things they look for in a college recruit. So today is some valuable news you can use on becoming a better recruiter if you haven't gotten that letter out there yet. Now don't forget you can always holler at us on our social media networks on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. Also give us the thumbs up on our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. If you are an athletic director or a student athlete preparing for a signing day this spring, holler at us with the details on any of our social media links or at our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com, and we'll come and cover your signing day and celebrate with you. Now, when we return, it's a rebroadcast of two of our more popular City Talk segments on college recruiting. We start with a sit-down with Kenny Rogers of Fresh Start Sports and Mentoring and the TV reality show, Bringing Up Ballers based here out of Chicago. He tells us how his organization can help you get to the next level. It's on the High School Holler Sports Show. And I'm going to leave you. I'm always talking about the great class 88, but I got to tell you, I'm going to leave you with a little bit something from an HBCU that's the king of all HBCUs in my eyes. Here's a little something, something from my school, the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical Rattlers. Talking straight out of FAMU. That's right. Check it out. Strength of FAMU knowledge. Straight out of FAMU. Come straight out of FAMU. Straight out of FAMU. Come straight out of FAMU. This fan, you right? Right. And when we show up, we show out. Right. DJ, drop that. I represent Florida Agricultural oh. and Mechanical University, October 3rd, 1887. Yeah, that orange green is what I rep all day. You know Put my rattlers in the air and get the striking away. Uh. Ain't nothing like the grease who get the stepping away. Never. Yeah, I got my education. Now what happened today? You know <laughs> 
Bitchin', we the highest on the hills and stand. Woo! Cruising down the street on my fag, you flow. Jackin' me, though. Jackin' me, though. I said I'm walking down the street on my fag, you flow. Now they jackin' me, though. Jackin' cause I'm straight out of. Cruising down the street on my fag, you flow. Straight out of. Jackin' me, though. Straight out of. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Praise the Lord. Need life? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. This is Leah Fisher Snow representing everyone from the class of 1964. Holla, y'all. This is Alasia Hardy representing everyone from the class of 2016. Holla. Hey, Chicago. This is John Wilson from Lindblom Technical High School, the Eagles, class of 1980. Swoop, swoop. And you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. Dorothy Gators representing John Marshall High School Commandos. This is Patty G representing everyone from the class of 1990. Holla! This is Janessa representing everyone from class of 1998. Holla! Pia representing Morgan Park Mustangs class of 2000. Holla! Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004. Stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. High School Holler. 
Well, you ain't lost because you're here for the best in high school sports. Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our special edition of City Talk brought to you by our friends at Be Unique Fashions located at 1971 West 111th Street in Chicago. They provide women with trendy, unique clothing and accessories at affordable prices. You can also shop online at their website. That's the letter B, uniquefashions.com. And also check out the latest styles and fashions available on instagram at be unique fashions the official sponsor of the h2s2 city talk segment we often look to inform and educate you during this segment about articles and organizations that can assist you the parents and student athletes in better understanding the collegiate recruiting process as well as what things you should be doing in other areas to prepare yourself to be able to compete on the collegiate level We have a very good friend of the show who has over two decades of experience helping young athletes not only compete on the college level, also in the professional ranks. His organization not only helps from the athletic standpoint, they also provide those student athletes who may have taken a wrong turn somewhere in life a second chance at redemption in both athletics and in life. We sit down with Kenny Rogers, a high school football All-American in the 80s, collegiate football player at Mississippi State University, and a professional football player in both the USFL and NFL. Kids, the USFL was way before your time. Google it and check out the Chicago Blitz if you want to know what we're talking about. Many who have been mentored and trained by him know him as Coach Ken. Some of you may know him in the same from the reality TV show Bringing Up Ballers that was based here in the city of Chicago. Take a listen as Coach Ken educates and shares with us the key things you need to know about getting to the next level. Join with Kenny Rogers, most commonly known to everyone as Coach Ken. Share a bit of your story with us. Well, uh, I'm from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Played in Northside High School, small school, so we had maximum probably 25 players. And I had to play both ways, so ended up being one of the top running backs in the state. Had a lot of offers, being the first All-American in 1980, and uh, come out of Tuscaloosa. I had offers to Alabama, Mississippi State, Clemson, and about 10 or 15 others. Chose Mississippi State only because Bear Bryant told me, who's the all-time winningest coach, that he didn't think I could play running back until my senior year, sophomore, junior year, something like that. He wanted to recruit me as a linebacker. I was a linebacker on goal line. So I chose to go to Mississippi State because it was 80 miles away from Tuscaloosa. My grandparents lived in Starkville. My father's from there. Get back to Tuscaloosa to see my grandmother who raised me. End up playing in Mississippi State. Played in the USFL for one season before they folded. Went to the Miami Dolphins in 87 during the strike. End up staying there 87, 88, and 89. Pretty decent. Well, you know, we got a lot of student athletes that listen to the show. You mentioned she was in Mississippi State. And before we get into the heart of how you've been helping student athletes across the nation, I want to talk about what was the process like for you to choose Mississippi State outside of what Bear Bryant told you. I think that's what makes me so good at what I do now because I went through it. My son went through it when he played for Nebraska. What people don't understand is, and I may not just say this, coaches that I know may not like it, but recruiting is just like when you first meet that girlfriend or your, your wife. You're going to take her to the lunch. You're going to take her to dinner. You're going to do everything you're supposed to do. But when you all start dating, most of that is going to stop. And it's the same thing as being recruited. The coach is going to tell you what he wants to, wants you to hear. You're never going to hear nothing negative. And then when he leaves your house, he's going to go to the next player's house and play your positions, tell him the same thing. you got to choose your school. My new thing about choosing a school is you choose a school that you would want to go to if they didn't have a football program. Then there's no way you would go wrong. No way. Everybody get caught up in the limelight and who they're saying, well, that I'm going to play as a freshman. No, you're not. No, you're not. Unless you're one of those gifted kids that God puts his hands on second or third time instead of touching us one and sending them on, you're not going to play as a freshman. And everybody wants to sit on the couch and watch college football. I can do that. I can do that. That's why I tell every kid right now, whatever you did in high school, you leave it in high school because it's a guy on the college level doing it the same thing, but he's doing it on the college level. Second thing is, when you leave high school, you're playing with grown men now. End of story. 
You've never played against a 6'6", 290 that can run just as fast as you. But some kids understand, some don't get it till they get there, and then I get a phone call. Coach, you was right. Yep, football never changed, just the years. Tell us about your organization, Fresh Start, and your motto. Fresh Start Sports and Mentoring. That's a company I've had for over 20 years now, and what I do is I help athletes that's falling through the cracks. I don't recruit them. I won't deal with the kid that has an offer on the table. I won't. Because all you're doing is you're looking for a bigger school, and if that school finds out you're looking for a bigger school, they're going to pull the offer, now you're back where you started. So I look for those kids that everybody says they can't do this and can't do that. Now, mind you, I can't help everybody. But for the most part, if I look at your film and I know I can help you, I usually get those kids' scholarships. I help all the kids from the Tyreek Hills to the Quincy Blacks to Jonathan Taylor from Alabama. Most of those guys that you see on TV that get in trouble, goes across the screen, I'm pretty much already talking to them and help get a second chance. Like, made a mistake in college. Everybody needs a second chance. Unless it's just something as serious as that. domestic, I kind of stay away from that until all things are cleared. But that's what I've developed. And my motto is, you got to want to. Well, you got to want to is not just based on sports. You got to want to is based on life. You got to want to get up and go to work to feed your family. You got to want to go to class. You got to want to do the extra things that everybody says they want to be great, but they don't know what it takes to be great. So you got to want to be great, and you got to want to do it in order to be great. So that's where the motto came from. With your experience of over 20-something years of doing this, how has the recruitment process changed? It really hasn't changed. It's, 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 it's still the same thing. A coach's job is to go to his area, recruit the top kids there, and I go back to what I'm saying. You're not being told anything that another coach is not going to tell another player. I mean, everybody wants to feel special when they're being recruited. Yeah, you're special for that moment until he leaves your house and flies to Alabama, until he leaves Alabama and go to Florida, until he leaves Florida and go to Mississippi. Yeah, you're special because you're being recruited. But at the end of the day, all of you all, three of you all out of the four they're recruiting might sign. And once you get to school, now you're just a kid that signed a scholarship with a piece of tape over your helmet with your last name. Now until you do something to show them it was worth signing you, you're just in college. And that's the part they don't understand, but they can't understand it because they haven't been in college yet. So that first thing is a wake-up call. We talked about the athletes. Talk about the family. There's a lot of things families don't know or realize in the recruiting process that your organization kind of helps them. The one thing, the one thing I try to get parents to understand is, like I just said, take recruitment as for what it is. You're one of 20 kids that they're recruiting, and at the end of the day, they're going to decide which four or five they're going to sign or offer. Just don't get caught up in the recruit, because when you do that and then you don't get an offer, now I'm not worried about the parent, I'm worried about the kid, because now he's been hit in the gut, not understanding why, when it's a simple fact. They recruited you, but now they decided to go with another guy. Some people get it and some people don't, and that's the part of recruitment. When I do seminars, I try to explain that, but you only have your handful of people that's going to listen. And then you're going to have your handful of people that know everything. Then you're going to have your handful of people that played the sport so they feel like they figured it out. So then I help those that want to be helped. I don't press the issue. I don't call you again. I can help you if you want to be helped. If you feel like you know more than me, then don't bother calling me. Let me help those that want to be helped with the recruiting process. And Coach Ken, you obviously have a great relationship with a bunch of coaches from the various levels of NCAA competition. Is there one sport over the other? We taught football, but what about other sports? I just recently started basketball in the last two years. My best friend is Derek McKee. He was a number one pick for the Sonics, and then he ended up playing with Pacers. And Keith Askins is another good friend. Played at Alabama with Derek. Played for the Miami Heat, coached for the Miami Heat. Now he's the head scout for the Miami Heat. So what I do with basketball I send the film to them. I'm not basketball. I played it in high school, but this is a whole different new game to me. So when they tell me the kid plays a two, but he's a one, or he plays a one, but he's really a two, or so forth, that's it. That's what it is. 16 years and 12 years, that's enough for me. I don't care what nobody says. That's enough. I just recently started helping some kids get in school, and now I'm real big in basketball also, trying to help every sport. Basically, what I do with sports is this. Since football is my bread and butter, 
with schools across the country, Division One, One AA, and Division Two. When I need to get in touch with a basketball coach, a baseball coach, a soccer for girls, or whatever, I call my football coach. And I say, Coach, I need to get in touch with your whatever. But what he's going to do, he's going to call that coach and let him know, I got one of my friends, Ken Rogers, wants to talk to you. Now, obviously, if he wants to talk to you, he has kids. This is what he's done for us. So now, by the time I get on the phone with the basketball, soccer, or baseball, it's immediate respect because my coach has called and told him who I was. So that's how I open the doors for other sports. Many people who might not know, you also are looking at a child's physical ability by training them. Talk about that aspect of Fresh Start. We're on 50th in Indiana, Fresh Start, but it's really a metal fitness with my partner, Jason Burns. And what we do is, the problem with Chicago athletes in my mind, and it's not coming from me, it's coming from a lot of the big time coaches. The Chicago athletes are probably the most gifted athletes that show up on campus. But by not having a weight program all four years in high school, they're a bit behind when they get to college. So now that's why you find your, unless it's a top player like Jabari or somebody like that, who God just put that extra gift on him, that's why you see them get red shirts. They're just not physically strong enough, fast enough to play the game. But then once they get in a college weight program, those kids are most likely to end up getting a shot to play pro professional ball, whichever the sport is. It always happens. When you look at the, the physical and the athletic ability, the classroom got to be played in there somewhere. Thus the word student-athlete. How big are you on, on making sure that your athletes are also well-rounded students? That's the number one point. When somebody sends me film, when I look at the film before I call any coach, I want to know what's your GPA and ACT. If you got a good GPA and you haven't even taken the ACT yet, I can't send it to the coach because he's not going to offer you if he likes you anyway. He's not going to take a chance on you not qualifying when he has a kid over here that's already a qualified, no matter how good your film looks. As far as metal fitness, we check their grades. When their grades drop below a 2.5, you can't come back until you, you bring it back up. Give the parents the money back, we move on. It's a privilege to get a chance to work out somewhere when your parents are spending money. You're not spending it. I've actually told parents that's what makes me and Jason good partners. Jason Burns played at Julian, Wisconsin, Indianapolis Colts, Cincinnati Bengals. He's a Chicago guy. That's what separates us from everybody because I'll tell a parent, I'm just going to tell you this, your child really doesn't want to be here. Now, if you want to continue to pay, that's on you. But they really don't want to be here. I don't believe in taking a parent's money because I'm a parent first. Taking their money to do something good, but if your child doesn't want it, why force them? Now, if they want to continue to come, I can't say anything, but I'm always honest. It doesn't take but three or four workouts to let me know if a child or a teenager athlete really, really wants to do this. That's it. And what do you see in those three or four workouts? Well, first of all, everybody wants to play college ball. That's number one. Everybody claims they want to play college ball. Okay. Me and Jason give them a college workout. Jason went to Wisconsin. His old coach is there. The old Bulls coach, he got his little thing. I went to Mississippi State. Got some things from my strength coach. Me and Jason came back, put it all together, mixed a little bit of our stuff in it. Now you got a college workout. The only difference is it's not at 5 a.m. in the morning like it is in college. So now you say you want a college workout. See, the thing about an athlete, everybody wants to say he's such a great athlete. What makes him great? What makes him great is what is he doing away from his coaches? Because, see, one of the best coaches in the, in, in the world to me coached the 49ers back in the day. Bill Walsh told us at a coaches convention one time, everybody wants to say that an athlete is a guy who can play different multiple positions. You can use them any kind of way, and that may be true. But in Bill Walsh's eyes, an athlete is a person that doesn't need a coach or a whistle. He can get it done on his own. And you don't find many of those at all. So my thing is, when I hear an athlete say he loves something, be careful with that word. Because when you say you love something, that's like loving your mom, loving your dad, loving your brothers and sisters. So if you love something, you, you, you should be to the point of you're almost obsessed with it. You're obsessed with it so much that you're putting that much work in because you want to be that good. So that's why I tell, don't tell me you love something when I'm watching you work out. You're cheating on that set. You're doing good on this set. You're cheating on that set. I always tell the kids, I'm too old of a cat to be fooled by a kid. <laughs> so, and that, and that goes for parents too. Don't come to me talking like you know this game when all I got to do is ask you two or three questions and now you lost. Let me help you if you want help. If you don't need my help, we good. But I'm too old of a cat to be fooled by a kid.
Coach Ken, how hard is it for actual coaches, high school coaches, to determine love over life? To me, it starts with the athlete. I got parents that bring their kids in here, and, the, and they they tell us, man, we didn't we didn't bring this up to him. He said, Dad, can I go back to Nether? Starts with the kid. The kid is the one that has to want it. Like I said, you gotta want to. It starts with the kid. The parent has to do their part, and then from that point on, the coach at the high school is the coach at the high school. He's gonna he's gonna mentor them. They, they're around him more than they are the parents. So whatever he see fits for the kid, that's what's gonna happen. But the kid needs to have itself prepared also because you're going to work out with the coach at the school. But once again, what are you doing when you're not with the coach? Are you doing push-ups and sit-ups? Are you doing jump rope? Are you doing anything to make yourself better? Because I tell kids that come in here now, it's not our job. If you claim you love something, it's not our job to start from ground zero. Only thing we should do is fine-tune you. That's what we should be able to do with you, fine-tune you. We should not have to... Start from zero to get you up to 100. You should be at least 55, 60 or something, and then we fine-tune you to the rest. So that's why I say don't ever say you love something. Be careful with that word when it comes to sports. But I always tell kids, and I told my son this, for those guys that are good in sports and okay in the classroom, that's not acceptable. Because if you treated the classroom like you treated that sport, you should make the honor roll. If you put in the same effort in the classroom that you put in the sport that you do love and you do work hard for, it shouldn't be no problem. There's no reason for a kid to make a 20 plus on the ACT and have under 2.5 GPA. ACT, in my opinion, in my opinion only, is one of the most biased tests out there. But you made a 20 on it, but then on your GPA, you're under a 2.5. First thing a coach is gonna look at, well, he's lazy. No doubt in my mind, he's absolutely lazy. If he had a 2.5 or 3.0 and then an 18 on the ACT, then it's like, okay, that test is hard, so we're not going to worry about it. That's how that is. When you talk to various coaches, what are they looking for outside of the athletics? Are they really looking at the character of a kid? The, the main thing is character. How does Fresh Start help a kid's character? Well, you, like I said, you can only help those that want to be helped. Because I deal with a lot of kids. That's where it comes in, giving the college guys who get kicked out a second chance. Very rare do I have a problem with a high school kid. Because if I have a problem with a high school kid, I'm going to notice that right off the bat. And there won't be no phone calls made. I'll talk to them. And if I don't see a change, I would rather help a kid over here with half the athletic ability that this kid has. Opposed to helping this kid when I already see this ain't going to turn out well. If you're doing this while you're home, what are you going to do when you're away, away from people that's trying to help you? So this really comes in to the guys that get kicked off the team for smoking weed or not having discipline. Or, or something. That usually happens with the college guys. And then I, I make the determination on that. Like some of them realize what they lost. And the old saying is they don't realize what they lost until it's gone. Have no more problems with it. Some, you want to give them a chance. They go, hey, they mess up again. My, my phone number's gone. Coach Ken, I'm a, I'm a parent. I might have a, a seventh or eighth grade who I might see some potential, but I'm a parent. I'm, I'm my child's fan. What age should I look to get my kids started in fresh stuff? Well, we start ages 9 to 14, and all we're doing is strength, conditioning, speed, agility, flexibility. Then we got 15 and older. Well, of course, the 15 and older has weights. We lift weights. We, we, we do a lot of strenuous stuff. 9 to 14, we don't lift weights. We don't believe in lifting weights till you're 15. That's any parent's choice, though. There is a rumor that your growth could be stunted lifting weights before 15. Just a rumor. Well, Dr. James Andrews, who is one of the top physicians, who is the second opinion to the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, everybody, he says it's not proof that that happens, but are you willing to try it on somebody's kid? No, we're not. So we don't start till 15 lifting weights. So with the 9 to 14s, everything they do is body weight. Push-ups, dips, pull-ups, sit-ups. We have a rowing machine, footwork, speed, agility. So that's what we do with those kids. Now, we, we're in a situation now where these kids are so gifted. We have a few 12 to 13-year-olds that doesn't get anything out of working with their age group. That's how much further ahead. So we let them work out with the 15 and older. 
but all they do is the drills with them. When it comes to the weights, they still doing the body weight, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, and all of that. Is there an age limit that you top off? I'm a kid, went through four years of high school, still didn't get that offer, but still have the drive to want to compete at the Legion level. Can I still be a part of Fresh Start? Yeah, absolutely. We have guys in here now that's done with college. They're not going to get a pro shot. They still want to work out, though. They still want to do the things they did before. And then we have those guys that, like you said, they played four years, didn't get an offer for whatever reason. So now you got to find out, I got to find out, you still want to play college ball? Yes. Okay, now I got to find out, well, why didn't you get an offer? Let me look at your fam. Now your fam looks okay. Now let me ask some more questions. Did you have issues? You got character issues? It's always a reason why you don't get an offer. People don't want to admit it. But it's a reason why you don't get offered. You just may not be good enough. You may have developed late. You may have character issues. What kids don't understand, when you're playing in a sport, you never, the old saying is, the eye in the sky doesn't lie. You never know who's watching you. So when you're doing all that pouting and talking back and walking away from the coach, that coach is in the stands or on the field writing that down and writing your number down, you won't get a look. And so body language. Body language is very, very important. I was listening to the coach. I listened to a lot of coaches. I was listening to the coach from Connecticut, basketball ladies. He said his players will not play if their body language is, is acting like a child. He set his number one player down last year for six games because she was pouting. And that's what college sports is about. Discipline, motivation, dedication. And if you don't want to do that, then you probably won't play college sports. Let's talk about some of the events that Fresh Start brings to the city of Chicago. You've had, I've witnessed and been a part of one where Jordan Howard from the Chicago Bears came and talked to these kids and the looks on their faces were like, wow, you bring quite a few athletes to the city of Chicago to talk to the kids. I try to bring a lot of the athletes to the city that I had something to do with or been knowing them since high school because what, what people get confused about, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of any sport. If I have a kid playing, I'm a fan of that team that night. But I usually try to bring players in, the pro guys, to let them know this is where they started. They started with going to high school, going to college, and then making it to the pros. So I bring the players in. I don't ask them for anything. I don't ask them. I've never asked them for money. I've never asked. I'll ask them to come to a camp, give away some shoes as a prize, check the grades, whoever has the highest grade, give them the pair of shoes. But I bring them in to get, let them tell their story. So I don't like to bring pro athletes in and they're away from the kids. My athletes are right there where they can put their hands on you. And that, that's the biggest thing that a kid can do. Jordan Howard and, as you all know, Jordan Howard and Akeem Hicks left me 20 tickets this year to every home game. And I didn't go to not one game because I don't watch pro football. People don't understand that. Well, Mr. Rogers, you played pro football. Okay, that was my job. Did you go back to your job to see what everything is going on? I don't watch pro football unless one of my kids is playing. So I give those tickets out to the kids that grades are. You see, and, and, and this is not sad to say, but you all should have saw how kids' grades shot up when there's something on the line. Okay? Now, that's being lazy, but it still shows. And I told them after the season was over, I said, now that there's no more football, those grades better stay the same because if it's not you can't come back because you show the worst thing you can do is show a coach teacher or a parent that you really can do it so now it's no exception to fall down anymore okay so that's what we that's what we do and how we do and what would be your your biggest advice to coaches to parents and to athletes for coaches coaches have their own idea I've never coached. I've had coaches off. I've had high school coaches offer me. I've had college coaches offer me. I've had pro coaches offer me. I chose not to coach because once you become a coach, it's an expectation. And you have to deal with a bunch of different guys or girls. When I'm being Coach Ken, the mentor, the, 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 the guy that helps you get where you need to get the workout, help you get a pro workout, I'm still that guy that can just really, really let you have it. But at the end of the day, you know that I care about you. As far as the parent, I advise all parents, don't make your child do something because it's something you want to do. And that's the biggest mistake parents made. The first thing I told my kids was, don't play football, don't play any sport just because I play. Because if you don't play, it's still you can still get in school. Now you got time to get academic scholarship. But if you do play that sport, 
you're going to play that sport to the best you can. I'm going to tell you now, they chose basketball and football. To the kid, don't do something thinking you're going to get a scholarship and you don't love it. Because what's going to happen is, and I tell a lot of the guys in here, you say you want to play college ball, but I see you're only 50% in. But well, what's going to happen is, you're going to run into that guy that's 100% in. He loves it. You're going to meet him, and that's going to be a pit bull fighting a chihuahua. It's not even going to be a competition. So choose something that you love. Don't be afraid to say you don't want to play this sport after high school. I've had guys I put in school that when it was over with, a couple of them got a chance to go pro and turn it down because they didn't never want to play the sport anyway. But they wanted that degree. So basically they went to school to get the degree, but they only played the sport because the parent wanted them to. And all four of my successful right now. That's a whole new level of respect right there. A whole new level right there. You can't help but respect somebody with that. Where can people find out more about Fresh Start, how to become a part of it? And not only that, but if they want to help out in some way, can people help out Fresh Start? Is there something that they can do to be an intricate part of helping your program bring more athletes into town? Or I mean, I, I mean, what we do is it doesn't matter what sport. A lot of people thought just because me and Jason played football that we just work out football players until finally they realized we work out athletes. Every athlete needs strength, conditioning, flexibility, speed, and agility. That's every sport in America but golf. And they still need flexibility. So now that people realize that, we just, we're just trying to get as many kids as we possibly can. I have coaches coming in. They stand here and they watch. It doesn't matter what sport it is. They talk to the kids if, they, if it's not an NCAA violation. I have basketball coaches coming in, working them out upstairs, looking for the gift scholarships. I just want people to understand that Fresh Start and Metal Fitness, 5,000 South Indiana, all you got to do is come. We're here every day. Come watch a workout. Come ask questions. Go to metalfit.com. You can see all the information on there for the workouts. So that, that's all we're trying to do. We got pro guys flying in. We got bear players driving all the way from Lake Forest working out with us. And like I told one parent, we must be doing something right if you're driving from Lake Forest and you're making $10 million a year. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I've seen it myself, man. I'm not going to get out there for you to let, yell at me. I'm not going to do it, Ken. Well, <laughs> you stay here. <laughs> I'm going to stay with my cookies and cake. Stay with the cookies and cake. Stay with the cookies and cake. Hey, Coach Ken, we appreciate you coming on the High School Holler Sports Show and imparting some knowledge on us. One final piece of knowledge you can give for athletes that are listening right now. Motivation, dedication, and the ability to accept any challenge not only help you in your sport, but will help you in life. That was told to me in 1980 when I was the number one running back in the state. Came from Eddie Payton, Walter Payton's brother, told us that, and I've never forgot. That's the great advice, and Coach Cam, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, appreciate you, thank you. High School Holler. That was Coach Ken of Fresh Start Sports and Mentoring. We want to once again thank him for dropping some deep knowledge on us and being our special guest on this City Talk edition of the High School Holler Sports Show. Stay with us. Before we let you go, there's always a few things we want you to know on the H2S2 Show. With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? 
It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. Welcome back, family, to the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. Time now for some city talk. Now, we here at the H2S2 Show, we like to share helpful advice and information that we think can serve our listeners well, especially our student-athlete listeners who want to excel to the next level, meaning the collegiate level. Well, on today's City Talk, I want to share a bit of information from an article that I read from the USA Today written about high school sports by a recruiting coach by the name of Joe Lexi from Next College Student Athlete. Now, this article is entitled, How Coaches Evaluate a Recruit's College Potential. You can read more about the article and read the article in its entirety at usatodayhss.com. Now, I want to touch on a few points that the article mentioned that I believe could help our Chicago student-athletes excel to the collegiate level. Now, the first bit of advice that they mentioned in the article is coaches need to see you against other college-level recruits. Coaches say, they say coaches really want to know how well they do, you do against other collegiate-level athletes. They want to see and watch about 10 plays of a college recruit going up against another college recruit. So if you're on that field or you're on that court and you know that somebody else is being scouted, go over and ask the coach, hey, can I D that man up? Or can I stick that person? Or let me have a, a shot at this guy. So that's something that they mentioned. Point number two, coaches want to see a simple highlight video that gets to the point. That, I believe, is very important. The article says many athletes make highlight films with the wrong audience in mind, while a cool tape with catchy music is more likely to get views on YouTube, coaches need to see a simple video that gets right to the point. And they also mentioned that in that video that the coaches want to watch clips of you not close up, but so they can see you on the entire field or entire court they want to see how did you move within the content of the play point number three that they mentioned coaches evaluate recruits potential to keep improving for many sports evaluating a recruits training is just as important as their current ability so they mentioned what value of training is the recruit doing is the recruit doing strength training what has the progression been like? And they give some advice that's saying that coaches not only want to see what you're doing currently, but whether or not you're improving or plateauing, they want to make sure that you give at least a list of your top five best times, scoring, and all of that. So those are just some tips from the article. Again, you can read the article in its entirety at USA Today. HSS.com and I advise you read it, print it out, keep it somewhere because it was some great advice in that. Now the H2S2 show, we took it a little bit further for you. This summer we attended a, a great friend of the show, Toy Baylor, and the Baylor Youth Basketball Event, which many of Toy Baylor's events are NCAA certified. So this summer showdown event had over a hundred college recruiters and over 300 student athletes who participated. We went out and we talked with Toy Baylor about the event itself and several college recruiters who were there in attendance, which confirmed some of what the article mentioned and much more. 
So we wanted to share some of those interviews with you so that you can even gain further insight on making it to the next level. Take a listen. High School Holla. NCAA, and you know, it's the um, body and people for Division One, uh, Division Two, II, Division Three universities. This is an exposure tournament where kids are coming, obtaining scholarships, and play in front of college coaches. And I talked to some some teams that I I didn't even know existed, and and talk about the experience of how it feels to have them come to the Midwest and be a part of this event. I mean, it's a, a really eye-opening experience for them because they are. Um, um, they really don't know where they stand state to state. And when they come to Chicago, they're playing teams from Oklahoma, California, Florida. And, I mean, these teams are out here really competing and um, really they're just really competitive. And a lot of teams get the short end and there's a lot of uh, teams that get the high end. But I really say when it's about college recruitment, it's no short end. And it, if you get coaches on you, that's the whole purpose of this event. And a lot of these college coaches uh, spoke to the fact that the, the type of talent that's out here, they probably would not find in their own backyard. And that's a, a compliment in itself. It, it truly is because, like I said, you're dealing with teams from different states, and you just don't know what level your kid is on until you run up into well, a team from New York or a team from Florida, a team from Illinois. Because, I mean, Illinois really has some really tough competitive teams. And, and the funny thing that I found out from the college recruiters as well, Toy, is they talked about how they judge the children's character. Yes. Not just the basketball ability, but the character. And they said in the format that you have here, it helps them judge a lot of these kids' character. Right, because you know what we have um, had uh, today that I noticed a lot of kids getting frustrated, a lot of parents getting frustrated. We had a couple of parents uh, who were uh, upset at their own kids and rushed their own kids. And you know, this is not a time or place to be, ex you know, um, that's something you deal with in your home, not in front of college coaches. And that lets them know, hey, you come right off that list. If you are aggressive and you don't know how to deal with adversity, um, you're a sore loser, you know, nobody wants uh, a kid like that in their program. And Toy, for the people who've supported you, what would you like to say? Because this is great support. I'm looking up at the second level and it's packed, down in the lobby's packed. What would you like to say to the people that support you? Well, I want to definitely thank everyone for coming out here and supporting my organization. A lot of these teams have been with me for almost 10, 15 years and supporting our uh, events. So, I, I look, I appreciate it. I'm humble. Um, I want these teams to come back because it's all about the kids. Toy, thank you for allowing us to come. A great friend of the show, Toy Baylor. Baylor Youth Basketball. You can go to the website and learn about more. And thank you, Toy. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Dana Ford, Tennessee State. You get a chance to see the guys go up against, you know, good competition. You get a chance to see what type of character they have. High School Holla. Coach Willie Watson, University of North Alabama. Good event. I think it's very diverse. Uh, you got a group. Of, you got a lot of teams from a lot of different areas that cover a lot, a lot of different pockets of the country. So that's always good for us to be able to, you know, kind of come to one place, kind of a one-stop shop. You know, to kind of see some guys from, you know, all different areas. Uh, especially for us, you know, we're we're moving to Division One and. Uh, 2018, uh, obviously, it's going to be a, a process for us to get it, the program to where we need it to be. So I think uh, our recruiting base need to be be wide, need to be large and wide. And event like this, it fits what we need in terms of being able to get eyes on a lot of different players from a lot, a lot of different areas. So. so we have a lot of young listeners, student-athletes in high school right now. It's like this helps build a student-athlete's character. All this is coaches. We look for guys that affect winning. I think that almost regardless of what position we want guys, it's going to affect winning in our program. Aside from that, obviously, after you've been identified as a physical talent to be able to help someone, I think, you know, the, the other levels in terms of academics and all those things checked out. You know, high character, obviously, is a big, big, uh, big deal for us. Being a coachable kid, you know, because, you know, everybody wants low-maintenance kids that know how to take their own business. So, but I think, you know, in an event like this, it also shows you that, I mean, it's millions of players out here, you know. So, in order to separate yourself, you got to be able to have something that's unique about yourself. You know, so when it comes down to a coach recruiting you 
and another player that's similar skill set, similar sizes, you know, what what's going to be that extra element that's going to put you over the top, whether that be academic, whether that be, you know, your, whether that be your better teammate, uh, whether you affect winning more than the other guy. So I think little intangible things like that should be things that, that guys focus on and, uh, you know, just come out here and give it a shot. But uh, there's a lot of really talented players out here. And uh, like I said, you got to find a way to kind of set yourself apart a little bit. High school holla. I'm Anton Samuels, assistant coach at Chicago State University. Coach, talk about how a event such as this helps in building program at Chicago State. This event is really central for us because it gives us a chance to see players we normally wouldn't get a chance to see. Coach, we've been asking uh, some other college recruiters, what are some of the tips that you can give our young listeners who are not quite seniors but student-athletes coming up that a college coach would look for in an event like this? The first thing they're going to look at is your academics. Secondly is your character because those two things let a, a coach know exactly what type of kid you are. Coach, I appreciate your time. We hope that some of this homegrown talent in our own backyard comes and help Chicago State build a, a contender. Yes. After uh, the commitment we just received from Marquise Brown from Simeon, we're looking for a few more people to come join him, and we'll be off and running. Thanks a lot. High School Holler. How you doing? Uh, the name of my team is uh, Illinois Heat, and uh, I'm Coach Terry Head, founder and director of the program. I've been doing this since 1991. That's 25, 26 years. And, man, just like it's all about helping kids, keeping them busy, keeping them off the streets, and letting them play basketball. Hopefully one of these coaches will like them and get them in college. You know what I'm saying? You have a diverse group all across uh, from areas of Chicago area high schools, and we got a lot of coaches here, some from big colleges, some from Division One, Two, II, and Three. It gives an opportunity to get kids in college. You know, they can be seen by all levels. Um, what I try to train my, and tell my kids, it's not about where you go to school, as long as you do. So there's so many different levels of schools here. I mean, for coaches, man, it's give them opportunity to play college basketball. Keep them off the west side of Chicago. Hey, better than better than High school holla. J.R. Wallace, assistant coach at Grand Valley State University. I've been asking quite a few different college recruiters, is it difficult to see them on an AAU squad versus their own high school? Yeah, because they play a different role. You know, they don't get as many shots. They got other you know, high-caliber players with them. And then the stage is so big. You got so many coaches in, in the building. So so the guys play out of character at times. But that's our job, to be able to sift through that and try to decipher who really deserves to play at your level and, and what kind of player they are. But to be able to see them in that high school setting where it's just them and they get so many shots, that's not – the AAU is more like what its college is going to be, to be honest with you, because you're going to have other – top-notch players with you playing how can you adjust what else do you do if you can't have the ball in your hand if you're not scoring what else do you contribute to your team so all those little things going back to your bench clapping your hands eye contact with coaches all those things are what we're assessing now what other kind of characteristics does a college recruiter get from a game like this like i said just their interaction with their teammates and how do they how do they lead you know when they're down are they, are they ones in a huddle uh, you know, talking to their teammates and, and picking them back up, or, or do they pout when they when they're when they're losing? Are they are, are they blaming? You know, pointing fingers. So all those little things that I, I like to assess. You're saying you know, I tell our players not just you in the, in your own setting, but how how, how are you going to be as a man? You're saying, and those those are the traits that we get to see if they do that well or they don't do that well, and if you want to bring that into your family and your program. And Baylor basketball definitely does a grand job out here. Talk about the connection that Toy Baylor and her program has done in reaching out to you coaches such as yourself. She does a great job. She, she's really good. If people don't know who she is, she, she does a good job. She really knows basketball. You know, she's hit me up a couple of times during the season with some emails of some, of some players to, to get in the Chicago area that, that, that play really well. And she, she does a good job of staying connected to us. And it's always a treat for, for me to come here, see her, see her smiling face and her crew. And they do a good job they know who we are they know us by name and, and they do a good job of that and and for our younger listeners who might not be quite seniors might not be on this level of aau what advice would you give them um so that they can hone in and catch the eye of a coach such as yourself play hard play hard all the time and be coachable you know what i'm saying everything's not going to always go your way you know what i'm saying but you have to be a part of a team i tell our players all the time hey, even as a husband i'm a part of a team you know what i'm saying and, and you think that uh, you i bounce for that <laughs> you're, you're a part of a team so you got to play your role whatever that may be and so the, the, being a part of an aau program and learning to be coachable is a key valuable lesson in life that's going to take you not just win basketball games but it'll help you be successful and win games and win in life
High School Holla. Charles Bell, I'm representing Northern Michigan University, associate head coach, and I went to uh, Providence St. Mill High School on the west side, man. I'm from, uh, yeah, I'm from K-Town, Madison and Kildare. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I'm from Chicago, so I love coming down uh, and getting a chance to see not just the kids from our state in Michigan, but seeing them compete against kids out of Chicago, you know, guys that we we're evaluating. And uh, it's a great opportunity to kind of figure out where these kids fall in the evaluation process. You know, are you a Division One guy? Are you a higher Division Two kid? And uh, and then for them and their families, the opportunity is all about scholarship money. Is there is there an opportunity for you to go to college without having to pay? And these events in the end, if you're able to prove yourself and prove where you fit, uh, give you a chance to go to school. High school holla. How is Toy Baylor putting together these things? How, how does it help you guys? My third event of hers I've been to. Uh, been thoroughly repressed every time I come. The quality of teams, the number of coaches are here, the quality of players. Uh, I try every year to at least attend one event by Toy Baylor because they're always really good events. Uh, I've been to a couple of events. I came to one last year. She had one in uh, Indianapolis, I believe, that I went to. Um, her events are always good. Uh, the quality of teams and players that are here are always high level. I, I think a lot of times you can always tell the uh, the level of the events by how many college coaches you see in the building. And um, we go to events that you show up and, yeah, there's probably 20 coaches. Or you come to an event like this and you've got over 100 college coaches sitting here. Everybody's engaged, waiting for the next game, the next team. And it just shows that you're putting together good product on the floor um, for, for, for the coaches to see. That's why you do it. You do it for the players and you do it for the coaches. High School Holla. Marlin London, uh, Lewis University, and here in Romeoville. How great is it that a, a person like Toy Baylor brings a, a tournament of this size here to Romeoville? It's wonderfulness in our backyard. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's obvious you get to see the players, you know, talk to coaches and, and then mingle amongst the coaches to see, you know, maybe who's looking at this kid and maybe you might look at that same kid. It's, it's, it's kind of like fair game when you get out here. So it's one of those things where I enjoy it and I – Appreciate what, what, what Troy is doing, bringing this tournament here to, to Romeoville. Well, Coach, we hope that a lot of this Midwest talent right in your backyard just goes across the street to Lewis University. And thank you. High School Holla. Now, that's what's up. Valuable information given to you firsthand by the H2S2. We'd like to thank Toy Baylor for inviting us out to her summer showcase event. Also, we'd like to give thanks to the college recruiters, coaches, and local AAU coaches who, as well for taking the time to speak with us. Again, read the article from the USA Today to get that written by Joe Lexi of Next College Student Athlete. Go to usatodayhss.com. Also, you heard one of the keys in competing against other college competition. So make sure you go out and visit BaylorBasketball.org for Toy Baylor NCAA certified basketball events coming up in the near future. Holla back! That was our rebroadcast of two of our more popular City Talk segments on college recruiting. We hope if you're listening to this for the first time that the information proves useful to many of you in understanding how to deal with the college recruitment process and getting to compete to the next level. Now that's our show for this week. We'll be back next week with our baseball, softball, and spring sport coverage. We thank you for sharing each and every Saturday with us. Before we let you go, there's a few things we want you to know. Calling out all girls who want to hoop this summer the Riverdale Realist Girls Basketball Organization will be hosting tryouts this Monday and Tuesday April the 16th and 17th for grades 4 through 11 at St. Calabinus Athletic Center located at 7140 South Calumet Avenue in Chicago for more information and to register for the tryouts you can go to www.ericempire.com slash basketball that's www.a A-R-A-I-C-E-M-P-I-R-E dot com slash basketball. Now, if you make the squad, the best thing about this organization is that it says parents will not be obligated to pay anything. 
How you like that mom and dad? Your kids just have to be good enough to make the squad another great organization in the Chicago area helping our youth get to the next level. So make sure you support the Riverdale Realist Girls Basketball Organization. Don't forget the Shot City Diamond Classic is coming to White Sox Guaranteed Rate Field on Monday, April the 30th. The Jackson State Tigers from the SWAT take on the Chicago State Cougars from the WAC. Tickets go on sale. They're $10 in advance and $20 the day of the game. We encourage everyone to come out in support of this baseball classic and also a few of our Chicago area players who will be returning home in this homecoming to compete on the college level. So go out and enjoy some great baseball in that one. If you're at school, an athletic director or coach that is having a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth and student athletes, let us know. We want to be sure to support your efforts as well by giving your event a mention on the show to help get the word out as a part of our mission to keep the children safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. A special thanks once again to Kenny Rogers of Fresh Start Sports and Mentoring, Toy Baylor and the many college recruiters who shared their knowledge about the college recruiting process. Again, some valuable news you can use. We hope that you support both of these organizations, Baylor Youth Basketball Events and Fresh Start Sports Mentoring. They're trying to do some great things for Chicago area youth. We always want to thank our show partners and segment sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, the H2S2. We always want to hear from you on our social media networks. Holler at us on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. You can follow us on those social media networks. Just search for us at Urban Fieldhouse. And check out our show Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. Show us some loves with a thumbs up. You can always listen to a post of this rebroadcast along with many of our past shows and segments on our website. That's UrbanFieldhouseMedia.com. You can also subscribe to our iTunes podcast and follow us on SoundCloud. Just search for us under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Young peoples, remember this. Our quote for the week is, if your dreams don't scare you, then they're not big enough. Holler back next week. Let's do it again as we do each and every Saturday here on the High School Holler Sports Show. Family, always know God loves you and we do too. Until next week. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. High School Holler.